0: Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium Mads and in this community we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the collective. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're doing kind of like a split episode I guess. I want to talk about some of the lifestyle changes I've been making recently, especially um, coming along with this big spiritual activation that I'm still honestly going through. So if I sound really like tired um, or like my voice sounds weird in this episode, I am feeling both of those ways. I'll talk about that maybe a little bit um, as well. And then in the second half of this episode, I'm going to answer some of your guys' questions about the book, about my book that I'm publishing um, and kind of give you some updates about that. I've also been vlogging, or these are vlogs from the past, but I've been publishing vlogs on YouTube about the process, so I'll link those below as well. You can go subscribe on YouTube and watch them and see how the process has been unfolding. Um, But yeah, let's get into it. So as I mentioned, I've been going through like a really big spiritual activation. It's my biggest activation since December of 2019. And I honestly forgot how much these activations can like fucking wipe you out. Like I'm exhausted. My sleep schedule has not been, it's normal for the last three weeks. Um, I'm sleeping more in the morning and I can't sleep at night, like night owl syndrome seems to be like a thing. Like I just can't fall asleep. My sleep has also been super weird. Like a lot of interesting subconscious purging happening in my sleep and which is a good thing. Um, and I'm getting like a lot of alchemical mutation symptoms, which is basically like the spiritual activation, like a lot of symptoms, which are often flu-like. So my, diet has changed. Um, I am exhausted. Like my body is exhausted. I haven't been too tired. Um, like mentally today I'm exhausted mentally. I'm exhausted on all fronts. It feels like burnout, but it's not burnout. It's just like whatever is going on with this upgrade. Essentially it's a spiritual detox of sorts. And my DNA is changing and it's just a lot and so I've been super tired um, and I have like these cold like symptoms um, kind of like being worn down but my throat has been so sore and it makes sense because you know publishing a book is all about using your voice and that's the throat chakra and the throat chakra is all about authenticity and your truth and I mean um, there's a certain level of vulnerability that comes with this chakra as well, quite a bit actually. And that's something that I am doing. And there's just this huge, this huge transmutation happening. And yeah, it's been, I'm very tired. I'm not going to lie. I'm very tired. Um, and things are really busy. I had such a chaotic week. I was on the phone with my bank four times within 36 hours, like, so many issues and someone was pretending to be me on social media like they made like a a fake account and like pretended to be me and like took all my pictures which was um honestly super violating i'm not gonna lie um i don't know if this person is someone who's a part of our community um you know I, i do my best to really try and like filter that shit out Um, I block accounts left, right, and center that just like give me like weird vibes. Um, I'm like super particular with that stuff. So it was just really weird. It was a really chaotic week and I've definitely been kind of like feeling the calm down of that for the last couple of days. I was traveling yesterday, um, had really great time with my family and I'm just exhausted now. Like, i just want to sleep all day um and i have work to do and i just i'm honestly this is probably all i'm going to be doing for quote work activities today because i just i need a nap (laughs) um so part of the lifestyle changes that i've been making in the last few weeks to kind of accommodate um this activation and kind of where i'm at right now has been resting a lot more um, and that's really hard for me to do like i'm even saying that is like making me want to cry because I'm still, you know, healing a collective wound, which is uh, very common for guides, and I've been seeing guides healing this for the last couple of weeks of like healing the rush mentality. I posted a reel about this as well. I'll link it below. Um, but it's 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 hard sometimes to to slow down and remember like not everything has to get done, and if something doesn't get done, like this is the beauty of being my own boss. Like it doesn't have to get done if it's stressing me out. Um, so I'm trying to be really lenient with myself and and give myself the rest that I need because I know how important these activations are, but that's definitely one thing I've been doing. I've been sleeping a lot, like 10 hours a night, which I'm a girl who like does super well with five to seven hours a night. So this is different and new for me. Um, my diet has changed quite a bit. My diet's been evolving in the last, I want to say like three to four months I used to eat, like, a pretty strict, um, like, vegan-vegetarian diet. I've always eaten eggs. Um, I, I know vegans don't agree with that, and that's their prerogative. But to me, like, anyways, I know what veganism is, but I was vegan without the eggs. Um, so I have actually been incorporating more um, high-quality protein in my life like animal protein which is such like a I, I have a I, I have opinions I'm polarized on both sides of the argument um, humans are omnivores and I understand that and when I look back at my indigenous ancestry I know that there was such a ceremony when it came to eating meat and things like that and um I, I respect that and I appreciate that but also like on the other hand I don't agree with mass production um and animal enslavement and animal abuse and cruelty and things like that and being so connected to my soul and remembering how in other dimensions like it's just like you don't eat another living being like it's I've always had a very hard time with it, but um, the reason that I've been incorporating it a little bit more into my diet is because I realized I was so hungry all the time. Like, And I had a very balanced vegetarian, vegan diet, uh, like very, very balanced, lots of beans, lots of legumes, like lots of really high quality food. I don't eat processed fake meats because to be quite honest with you those chemicals in there are so bad for you like you are better off eating animal protein if you're concerned about like the chemicals and the ingredients going into your body um, but one thing I noticed is that when I started getting back into eating animal protein and there's certain animals I don't eat because I really can't come to terms with it and there's other animals I can kind of it's weird I'm not saying like an animal has more Um, right to life than any other it's just it's a very hard experience for me it's something I'm still navigating and I went through like this phase of like feeling like I needed to eat meat then like every single day or like three times a day and I noticed especially with this like this alchemical shift that I'm having this spiritual detox I found it was like really weighing down my vibration like I'm not even kidding my auric field felt so cluttered Mind you, like, yes, my auric field is detoxing right now because that's how it works with the different auric bodies and the chakras and different activations. But I've since really cut down on how much I'm having and I'm, like, trying to find that balance and my energy feels a lot better and, like, lighter and more high vibrational. So that's, like, a a change that I'm making of, like, having more protein, um, like, a few times a week just to, like, make sure that I am... Not starving and hungry um, and filling up on carbs. I am also like in the process of losing fat on my body, um, which we can talk about maybe like in a few months or like I don't know. I know weight loss and weight in general and food in general and exercise are like really sensitive topics, but I'll put a poll up in the future. And if you guys want to hear more about that and like why I'm doing that, we can talk about it. Um, And i'm going about it in a very healthy way i healed my binge eating disorder and so like naturally i'm losing weight but i am also gymming a lot and running a lot and moving my body a lot more and i find that that is something that used to take a back seat because i've been so like hyper focused on work that i was like neglecting myself for a very long time and since the summer i've well since february i've really been going back to the gym a lot, um, So we're coming up on a year, like eight months or so now. Um, so those are like a few things that I'm, I'm doing. I'm like eating more protein. I'm moving my body more and taking care of myself, prioritizing myself a lot more, resting a lot more, taking breaks when I need to and really trying not to feel guilty about them because when you feel guilty about rest, then you're not actually getting rest because your mind is stressed and your adrenals then start pumping adrenaline so you're not actually getting rest. You're just having anxiety um, and stressing your body. So those are a few things that I've been doing to kind of like physically like help myself out during this transmutation process, this spiritual upgrade. Um, And I'm really trying to be gentle with myself for it. So if you're vegan, please do not message me telling me I'm a horrible person. I have had to like reconcile my own higher beliefs and higher understandings to like get to this point and it just will really hurt my feelings um and I think that everyone should do what's right for their body um and I know for me that that ebbs and flows through seasons and like I don't eat the same things during certain phases of my life and it changes so um, let's just all be okay with what we're all doing for our bodies um and let's just make sure that regardless of what we're purchasing, that we're purchasing things from ethical sources, um, less mass production and capitalism and more you know, farms and more local businesses and um, clothing products and things that are made in your own country. It's just like source ethically, you know? Um, speaking of sourcing ethically, that's another thing. Um, or like getting clothes and things like that. That's another thing that I've been doing recently because of losing weight. A lot of my clothes um, just haven't really fit right, especially my pants. Like my jeans have just like been so big. Um, But also my my clothing doesn't accurately like represent who I am. And I think it's going to take maybe a year or two or three to really get a wardrobe that feels like the real me going um and like slowly starting to figure out like my moods and how i would like to dress in those moods um or like what my like identity is in the sense of like like i know who i am but now it's about like learning how to dress my, myself it's really interesting it's really weird like i've learned that i really don't like wearing black um i find it looks super sleek and it looks super classy but uh, on an emotional level, like I really don't fuck with it, and I own like black turtlenecks and black, you know, bodysuits and black dress pants, and I'm like I fucking hate black, like I fucking hate it. Um, so I've been trying to buy like a lot more like neutral tones and light tones, and like I just want to feel, like my whole thing is like I feel very very light, especially every time I go through like this like upgrade especially this one, I feel very, very light. I feel like a light being, which I mean, in technical terms, that is true, but I'm a human being right now. So like, I like things that make me feel like I'm back in the stars and I'm like living in the cosmos again and I'm just light. That's what like, like pure, like light, like actual, like rays of light. So I'm trying to find clothing that makes me feel that way. It's been challenging and it's honestly been quite an emotional journey. Um... But I'm getting there. I bought a couple pairs of jeans the other day, and I'm loving them. Um, They were on sale, like very much on sale. I got two jeans for the price of one at American Eagle. Um, My store in my city was having like a really big sale, and I just felt like that was – why am I getting so emotional? I'm like purging so much. Like I really just want to cry. I think I'm tired. (laughs) If you can sense that, I'm very sorry. Um, I'm sure when we get to the book stuff – I will be a little bit more like jumpy and high vibe, but um, I really felt like when I went shopping for the jeans that, that you know, like my higher self was like saying like do this, like I promise you like it's okay to do this and I think part of it too, like I was feeling like I wasn't worthy of new clothes and that was really interesting because like I am moving out of, I guess this response to life of it's good enough to I want it to be amazing and great and that's more so I think maybe I don't know that's just like kind of like how I've been like shifting and evolving and I think that comes from this healing process that I've undergone with the book of really accepting that like I didn't have an easy upbringing and just because where I'm at now is not trauma doesn't mean that wanting more out of my life is negative um I think that's really been like a process that I've been kind of working through with the tail end of finishing sweet daisies it's like just because life is good now doesn't mean I can't desire for it to get even better and I think I've been trying to just like accept that and, and, and know that that doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't make me ungrateful for where I am. I've been so connected with my ego and my inner child through finishing this book. I mean, I've been connected to them for, for years at this point, like we're going on a, on a long time of being like my consciousness being fully, um, integrated and, and reconnected. But, um, it's really been this like nourishing and nurturing experience of, like okay like you're right higher self like I can want more and still be grateful for what I have and make changes that are going to make me feel good because with the clothes that I have like I want a light clean simple but highly successful life and I know that sounds kind of like contradictory um, I want immense success because I know what I want to do with the success and it has really, like, yes, it has to do with me knowing that I'm reaching my potential that I designed for myself in this life, but it also has a lot to do with um, how I want to help others with that success. But in terms of, like, how I want my life to look, I want, like, a capsule wardrobe that, like, is easy to, like, put pieces together. It's not extravagant, and there's nothing wrong with extravagance. I just found in my own history um, extravagance just like doesn't make me feel good. Um, when I was in high school and even like the beginning of university, I had so much clothing. Like I didn't have to wear clothes or shoes or anything twice if I didn't want to. Like I was so into fashion and expressing myself through clothes and it was beautiful and lovely. And I love that for like 17, 18 year old mads. Like she was really living her best, but, um, I don't like clutter. Um, I really realize that. Like, I don't even like having like a lot of like open shelving in my home, which I know maybe sounds weird. Like, having some decorative shelving, yes, and like really nice pieces and things standing out. Love that so much. But like, I really like a clean, like clean look, if that makes sense. And I want to experience life very successful, but very minimal and clean. So with getting clothes I've been like well I have clothes I don't need more of them and then my higher self was like yeah and every time you put those jeans on that you're swimming in because they're a size too big or a size and a half too big you feel like shit about your body and that was also true I've lost weight um it hasn't been like a significant amount of weight but I've lost enough to go down pant sizes and even shirt sizes which has been weird um and my pants, I was swimming in them. Like, they were so big. And I felt... And there's nothing wrong with your size. Like, whatever size you are, there's nothing wrong with you um, ever. As long as you feel good and you're healthy and you love yourself and you love where you're at in your body. But for me, like, I felt so much bigger than I actually was. And I've struggled with body dysmorphia um, in the past. And I think it comes from, like, a, just a long journey with my body of, like, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight. And just, like, we could, we could honestly make, like, a whole episode out of that. But I don't know if I'm even ready to talk about all of that because I'm still, like, trying to, like, navigate all of that and get more comfortable with my body. Not that there's anything wrong with it, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But I spoke about this on my Instagram, like, my soul origin type really struggles with density. Um, again, I want to cry. Why does this keep happening? Like, am I even going to post this? Oh my God. Okay. Like I just, our soul type just really doesn't, doesn't really fuck with the density of earth. And it's not like it looks at earth in like a bad sense. It doesn't. It's actually one of the soul types that is very, very helpful with earth. It's like very protective of earth and like wants earth to ascend. But there are less than half a million of my soul origin type on this planet And I get it now. Like, I really freaking get it. Um, It used to make me, like, really sad because I've never met anyone who is the same soul origin type as myself. And honestly, I probably never will. Um, And that's okay. Well, that's not true. I technically did meet someone who has the same soul origin type as myself, but it's because he's the other half of my soul. So, like, that's kind of, like, (laughs) duh. Um, But, yeah, and it's just, like, we struggle with being in a human body because it's not um the most helpful when it comes to doing the things that we want to do like again that could be like a whole other conversation like my struggle with humanism I could talk about that I talk about it in my book actually quite a bit um so getting close has kind of been like a way to like help me enjoy humanism and also like express my identity here um and like really help me just kind of like anchor into who I am and how I want to express myself, which I'm still trying to figure out. And it's still kind of overwhelming in terms of personality. Like I know who I am and expressing myself in that sense is so easy. But like dressing myself, um, decorating my home and like buying furniture, like it's just a whole process. So I've been doing that a lot more and like just trying to be really strategic and like make investments in those areas of my life. Um, and that has made me feel really good. I'm really liking my new jeans and my cardigan and my sweater. I'm really liking it. Um, so that has helped with something else that has been, um, really helping me. And this is something that I've been noticing for a while now, definitely all year, all calendar year, all of 2022, but, um, something that really helps me be human, which I know this sounds very esoteric, but, um, something that really helps me be human is to be around my human family and i've been spending a lot of time with them this year and loving it um i when i before my awakening i was like really pent up with a lot of emotions like such strong emotions i didn't know how to like handle them and i was very reactive and i think we were all at different places in our lives so we've had to do a lot of I wouldn't say a lot but we've had to have like open conversations and we had those conversations a couple of years ago and ever since then my relationship with my family has been so 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 good um, and so clear and transparent and like they see me and they understand my perspectives and I see them and I understand their perspectives and it's just been such a beautiful human experience and obviously there's the soul experience of it all which I was open and, and seeing and understanding even when things weren't at their best but on like a human level I have a, a, a larger sense of like appreciation and love for them and being around them is so grounding like so grounding I can't even explain how nice it is and this is something that I realized I think at Easter was I was there and we were just you know having family time and my family is absolutely hilarious like They're just so fucking funny. And we just like love each other so much. And I get to have these normal types of conversations, like human conversations, and like connect with people who have known me and seen me grow through every phase of my life. And like, it's so nice to spend time with them and like, not, I don't want to say like get away from the spiritual stuff because I'm obviously, it's like just who I am, right? Like, like to not have to talk about dimensions and to not talk about like god knows like whatever is going on that like needs to be talked about from a higher perspective like it's just so nice to not have to go into that for a day out of the month um or like a couple days out of the month and just like talk to them about fucking human shit like that is something that I have missed so much on this like on this spiritual journey as a human like It really helps my ego feel at home and feel like she has a place in this world because I haven't felt that way in a long time and like starting to feel that in 2022 has been just so soothing and so helpful for my soul. Um, So one of my lifestyle changes has been spending more time with my family and Um, my friends as well my friends live um, in different areas I have my one best friend who lives back home um, and then my other best friend lives in Nashville um, and then I have a couple other friends who live like a few hours away from me and things like that so I've been making more time to like FaceTime and things like that because before I'd be like oh you know like I have to work like sorry like text me like we'll catch up And like just prioritizing my social and family life has been a fucking game changer for me this year. And there's really no turning back for me now with that. Like my desires in life and like being physically close to my family so that I can see them and get grounded and like have that human part of my experience has been a literal game changer for me. Um, So that's been coming in with my lifestyle change. And then the other thing that I'm still working on um, and I I feel like being so spiritual in terms of like channeling and like always learning something new and like getting new information and channeling things, I tend to like struggle being present um, because I'm constantly thinking of like, okay, like what do I need to learn to make sense of this for this person or like what do I need to learn? to like expand upon this concept and this thought so that people can better understand it. Like I'm very service focused, which is a beautiful thing. Like I've spoken before, like I truly believe in the 5149 rule, but like that 5149 has not been 5149. It has been like 919, 9% for myself, 91% in service. And like, I've just been realizing that like, you know, doing the things that I do for me, like going to the gym, going for runs, working out, taking time to cook, being in the silence, taking time off of my socials, not answering people whenever they text me right away because I'm too tired to answer. Um, Spending time with my family and like reading books and things like that has been super helpful to like make sure that that's at 51 service, 49 self. So um, I've just been trying to be more present in everything that I'm doing and really giving myself like the space to like integrate things that I learn and then move on to what I want to learn next, which is something that my spirit team has basically been screaming at me to do they're like you can stop learning for like a day a week a month and like integrate what you know because it's going to get really overwhelming if you just keep learning and you don't take time to integrate that knowledge into wisdom and I'm like yeah I see that now so being more present has also been something that I have been um doing and and working on and I catch myself like today I was walking back from the grocery store and I was you know, thinking about the future and this thing happening and that thing happening. And, no oh, I've been getting signs for this and this and this. And I was like, you know what? It's the first day of Scorpio season and I'm able to wear a tank top. That never happens in Canada. I'm just going to be grateful on this walk. I'm going to be grateful for the food that it is in my grocery bag. I'm going to be grateful for the paper towels that I just bought because my delivery was never delivered. I'm just going to be grateful. I'm going to enjoy this walk. And, like, it's obviously work to, like, bring yourself back to the present. But it has been paying off so much. And that's one thing I really love about my family is like when I'm with them, I'm not anywhere but the present and it's just, it's so grounding. It's so helpful. So those are a few like life updates and lifestyle changes that I've been making um, as I've been going through this spiritual upgrade, this spiritual evolution in my life. And that spiritual evolution and upgrade has come because I have decided to publish a book and I've been publicly announcing that. Um, so let's, let's jump into, um, book questions and book Q and A. If you're interested, I hope you are. It's going to be a good book. I've got some juicy stuff coming in for you. And I have a little update on something that I shared a couple of weeks ago. So a couple of weeks ago, I started putting up different question boxes on my Instagram for you guys to ask questions about the book that I am publishing in case you missed it go back two episodes ago, I talk about how I'm releasing releasing my first um, poetry collection, Sweet Daisies, on December 12, 2022. I'm very excited about it. Um, and so I just want to answer some of your guys' questions. Also, if you're wondering where you missed me announcing the title, I was supposed to announce it on 11.11, but I didn't feel like waiting. Um, so I announced the title of the book in the first verse that I shared on Instagram. So I'm going to link my Instagram below because I know I've referenced some reels and stuff. Um, So you can go take a look there. Um, But yeah, let's get into your questions. Whew, this is so weird. Okay, Um, someone asked, will you be sending out personal signed copies to your biggest fans? Okay, first of all, please don't ever use the word fans with me. I know you said this with so much love, but please... (laughs) that makes me I don't know maybe I need to anyway fans is like a weird word to me um but to my lovely community members who um are big supporters I guess big fans of my work um I am not going to be the one like I'm not going to have like these massive copies um in my home to be able to sign and send to you so unfortunately no because I'm not part of the distribution process I have um, print on demand distributors. And the reason we love print on demand is because, um, it's better for the environment. Um, and it's better just economically as well in case, you know, I order too many copies or I don't order enough copies and things like that. So unfortunately, no, but if ever you see me, um, wherever you are, (laughs) I'm happy to like send over, um, or like sign, your book or if you want to like send it to a P.O. box and like I don't know realistically no like unless you see me and you have the copy of the book on you I won't be able to sign it unfortunately Um, but I am doing a PR package giveaway um, because I'm sending out PR packages of sweet daisies to some creators and collective spiritual guides who I feel like um, will appreciate it and their communities will appreciate the book um, and those copies are going to be signed. So if you want to win the signed copy and PR package of Sweet Daisies, um, just stay tuned on my Instagram. I'm going to be um, sharing like a, a giveaway and how to enter that probably on 1111. I feel like that's where um, 1111 is going to come in since it's not the um, book name reveal anymore. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out like what you guys are going to have to like do to win the giveaway and like what the dates are going to be and when it's going to be closed. I think it's going to be a one day giveaway if I'm being straight with you guys or maybe like an 11 day giveaway. I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. I like can't think that far in advance. It's going to stress me the fuck out. Um, okay. What is the book about? Yeah. So if you missed the, um, announcement, from two episodes ago was published on October 10th um it's poetry and the poetry is about my upbringing my twin flame connection and uh, my awakening and stepping into my soul purpose more or less um it covers things like narcissistic abuse all types of relational abuse like romantic relationship abuse um being completely in love and healing through love and awakening um and really like finding myself it also talks about things like suicide depression and things like that so the first like half of the book um like the beginning and like half of the breaking is part like which are part one and part two of the book are like kind of dark with peaks of light in them um but like it's definitely not something that you read if you're faint of heart um and it probably will make you cry like I've shared a few verses with like really close um clients sometimes just by a chance sometimes by accident some of them i've like intentionally sent different pieces to because it felt relevant to their journeys um and i've gotten a few people who have cried at a few verses so um it's gonna make you emotional it was emotional writing it um and speaking of twin flames someone said or asked you said you met the other half of your soul but you also broke from it i'm curious about that so i didn't break from the other half of my soul um it's it's complicated if you're new to like understanding metaphysics and stuff this is kind of a more complex understanding of souls so just kind of like break it down in like 30 seconds the whole soul is yin and yang combined which makes one soul being earth is too dense and even many parts of the fifth dimensional planetary experiences even in the pleiades and things like that are too dense for the whole soul to operate in one being. The whole soul begins to operate in one being in the seventh dimension. So in the fifth and third dimension, it has to split itself in half. One is Yin, the Divine Feminine, and the other is Yang, the Divine Masculine. Now, when it comes to Earth incarnations, um, Yin and Yang will incarnate separately for a time until they have learned all that they can as one half of the soul. And they come to a point where they have to learn more and awaken their consciousness on deeper levels in the earth experience because the whole goal of um, coming to earth school is that you come, you completely forget who you are because of the density that causes soul amnesia here. And you spend lifetimes remembering who your soul is so that you can graduate from earth. The other half of my soul and I have incarnated several times on earth. Um, We've had many past lives together. We've had you know quite the journey together and we met in this life and we were best friends and um, we got into a relationship and that love I talk about it in the book how the love just like basically what twin flame relationships are they're never toxic they're never abusive they're never the cause of your trauma or your wounds they love you so much um, or the connection is just so beautifully strong and powerful that it shines a light on your shadows and for us, those shadows overtook and we decided to just go back to being best friends so we could work on that. And, um, you know, we've been in separation technically since that time. Um, so we broke up. We didn't like, he's still the other half of my soul. I'm still the other half of his, like, like that's infinite. Like the, the universe is never ending. The universe is like, it's always going to be my soul. Like, that's just like, I can't, Put it any other way than that, like we are one soul, just like you are one soul with another half somewhere in the cosmos, um, which is typically your higher self. If you haven't incarnated with your twin flame, your higher self is like v- your own higher self, but also the other half of your soul. It's very, it's very technical, very complex, and things like that. So, um, yeah. So we've been in separation since then. We've been healing in different ways. Um, We are part of the third wave of twins. So the first wave of twins, they've known each other since childhood and they're in their lives pretty consistently um, in different capacities. Um, The second wave of twins, um, they meet and they fall in love and there's no separation. And then the third wave of twins meets at whatever point is necessary in life as their soul designed it. Um, They have a very intense, beautiful relationship and then they go into separation And their separation, the third wave of twins separation, actually is what holds the space for um, larger parts of the collective to heal, which, trust me, my ego has had an axe to grind with that at certain points of this journey. Um, But yeah, we're part of the third wave, so we've had a bit of a, I wouldn't even say like longer separation because it's just going how it was always meant to. Um, He is still literally my favorite person in the entire world. Um, He is actually like a big reason as to why this book is being published. Like I wouldn't be in my sole purpose if it wasn't for him um, because he awakened me and we awakened each other. And, um, you know, we're still navigating, I think parts of that. And yeah, I don't talk too much about it because it's a very private thing. And, um, yeah, I've had not great experiences about talking about it openly with people before. Um, so I just keep it private now. <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Yeah. Someone asked, um, which piece is your favorite? Oh my God, there are so many. Um, Oh my God, there's so many. Um, Definitely have favorites from each part. So in part one, my favorite is um, a piece that's titled Your Eulogy. I'll let you think about what that means. Um, In the breaking... Hmm the breaking I have a few favorites I'm trying to think definitely like the ones about me like being in love I think will be my favorites like always um one of the pieces in the breaking was written in like 2017 um obviously about my twin and it's like my favorite piece um I'm probably never gonna tell you guys which one that is it's just I'm surprised it's even in the book um but yeah that one's probably my favorite and then in the becoming um the the letter to my inner child I think is that what it's called I forget what it's called it's later on in the becoming like in like the last it's like the second second last part of it or like it's near the end it's in like it's like two-thirds of the way in through the becoming um Yeah, and it's about my inner child. And I think I really like that one. Um, And then also the verse, it doesn't have a title, but you'll see the reference of, um, I think, Cotton Candy Skies in The Becoming. It actually has nothing to do with my own life. It is the only verse that I wrote that my higher self... I'm getting emotional again. um, That my higher self was like, put that in there because so many humans have struggled with the earth experience and have committed suicide. And I committed suicide in a past life. So I understand how hard it is. Um, so I made a piece for all the lives that we've lost too soon, um, to suicide. And I think that's truthfully like another one of my favorite pieces. So there's a few in all honesty. Someone asked, um, is there a piece that like represents where you're currently at in your life? Um, no, no, Um, all of everything that you're going to read in sweet daisies is completely a part of my past. It's not emotions that I, um, specifically the negative ones, the positive ones. Yes. There are points I still resonate with and there are truths I still resonate with, But like the negative stuff. I really don't resonate with it at all anymore. It's very much a part of my past. Um, so no, there is no peace in sweet daisies that I would say like accurately depicts where my life is at right now that will be like what is accurately depicting my life right now you guys are going to see in the second book so you'll be a little you'll you'll get the information delayed so think back um to this podcast episode whenever my next book comes out and maybe you'll get an idea of like kind of where I'm at um how did you choose the title um I always knew that I wanted Daisies to be involved in it just because of the significance of Daisies. And you'll understand that in um, when you read the book. Um, but Daisies sounded really flat to me. Like every time I kept thinking like of being at a bookstore and seeing a book called Daisies, like, I thought it was like a gardening book. And then I was like, I need like an adjective with it. Like I need a descriptor that goes with it. And I was like, well, what do I think about when I think about everything this book encompasses and like where everything in my life is going and sweetness came to mind. So I was like, ah, sweet daisies. That's it. And that just like, that was like remembering. It was almost like I was remembering what I had decided the book would be called before I came to earth. It was really, it felt like a remembering. Um, okay. Which part was the hardest to write? Ooh. Ooh, which part was the hardest to write if we're talking about like not formatting but like actually like putting pen to paper right what was the hardest to write I think all the stuff with my mom I think that was the hardest yeah yeah the stuff with my mom anything that has to do with my mom is the hardest to write um, I think like no matter how much I understand you know why my soul why i chose that as a soul to to grow through and and things like that and as much as i've healed from it um i think there's on some very small level always going to be a part of my inner child that like wishes it could have been different with my mom um so like writing about the pain that i felt within my inner child um was very healing but definitely like the hardest part to write and you guys will see that in uh, I think it's the next vlog. Um, the next vlog is going to be quite long. I don't want to like separate them into parts. Um, so the next vlog is all about um, creating the beginning. Um, and you guys are going to see like me have like a massive breakdown. And it's all about me like having a big release about the pain I felt, reflecting back on the pain with my mom. Um, so yeah, definitely the hardest part to write. Um, which was the best part to write? like anything about my twin flame i absolutely adore him adore my soul um yeah absolutely adore him so it was the best um it's also the first verse i ever wrote was about him back in 2017 and it led to this and yeah definitely all the things about love yeah they were my favorite so like the breaking honestly the breaking it sounds like it's going to be super depressing um but it really like walks me through or I guess walks you through now it walks you through like my process of like being in love and being encapsulated by that and being bitter about separation and like really moving into understanding like you can never be separate from your own soul even if you're in two bodies at once like i loved writing the breaking it was it was awesome and then um someone it's interesting you guys are like kind of on the same wavelength. Um hardest verse to write. So if we take it out of the parts, hardest verse to write. Hmm. I don't know if any of them were hard to write. Like they came through so easily. Um Yeah, they came through so easily. If we're talking about like most painful verse to write, again, like I would say probably the stuff with my mom, like it was the stuff that like really made me sit there and like there were some times where I would, I would write, even in the formatting period, like I would like look at my computer and I would like take a like clear step back and be like, holy fuck, I went through some shit. Um, specifically, hardest verse to write. Oh, um, there's one about my abusive ex that was really hard to write. Um, it's really long. It's a two-pager. And it was just like really hard to write in the sense of like it's thoughts I had many times as things I've written about before, but like formatting it, it was more so the formatting of it, formatting that, that piece. I was like, holy crap. Like what a disturbing relationship. Um, yeah. Um, and then let's do one final question. How long did it take you to write start to finish? So I've mentioned this before. I didn't know that I was writing a book. Um, so I don't know if we could like say that there was like a particular like period where I was like I'm fully in writing, but um the first verse that I shared with you all um on Instagram last week was the first verse that got me back into like a steady flow of um writing poetry. So I would say last October and that's why that was the first verse that I shared. I shared it because I had been getting all these poetic thoughts in my mind and wasn't doing anything with them, but then that verse came to me and I was like, oh, I need to start writing these down. Like, these are really good. (laughs) Like, this shit's good. Um, so I would say from like mid-October to like the end of June, yeah, maybe mid-July. So how many months is that? That's like, let's say like seven, like nine months, I'd say, um, if you want to get really technical with it, I've been writing what I call filler pieces. Um so I wrote about things that were like super super like emotional for me, and then there were other things that like I kind of skipped over in my own writing process because again, I wasn't writing for anyone else. I was writing for myself, but because the book is formatted in a way where it brings you from like start to finish in a very chronological and linear experience of my life. Um, there were parts when formatting all sections of the book where I needed to create a filler piece and capture uh, an experience, a memory, a feeling, or a thought um, or a wisdom that would like help transition the piece before it to the piece after it. So in, in technical terms, if you know you're asking about those pieces as well I'm still writing those pieces um I wrote one the other day it's really really good I'm not gonna tell you guys which one it is but it caught me by surprise um I shared it on my Instagram stories how I had asked my higher self I was like hey like I need a filler piece for this and like this is kind of like what I want to capture but the words aren't coming to me so like I'm gonna go to my liked playlist I'm gonna shuffle it this many times and like whatever song comes up like let that be basically the muse, the motivation, the inspiration for me to get these words to my mind. It was so interesting because the verse like had nothing to do with the song that came up. It was, the song that came up was Winona, I think Winona Oak, yeah, and it was he don't love me, um, and it had nothing to do with heartbreak, had nothing to do with my twin, it had to do with like stuff that's like pretty irrelevant to that. And I was like, I sat there and I was like, seriously, hire yourself? Like, did you not fucking understand? <laughs> The question, like, did you not understand what I was asking and requesting? Then I kept listening to it, and it was actually the beat. It wasn't the lyrics or the title of the song. It was the beat. And as soon as I heard a, a certain part of the beat, the entire verse came to me, and I was like, "Yep, there it is. Got it." It was really good. Um. So yeah, I'm technically still writing little transitional pieces. There's not that many transitional pieces in it. I would say maybe, maybe at most twelve. And I feel like that's like I'm very much overextending that. Um. And then, of course, there's pieces that didn't go in. I think someone asked that, like, how many pieces didn't go into the book. As of right now, about 40 um, is what it seems like, 40 pieces that didn't get into this book. And then that's the other thing I wanted to update you guys on, actually, was I know a couple episodes ago when I talked about the book, there was a, uh, a poem about, um, like, n- I don't understand, like, why people are so surprised. This is not how it goes. I'm, like, very, like, layman's terming this this verse of, like, um basically like having a cage around our heart basically and like how how is it foreign that people like don't open their hearts when there's a cage surrounding it um i don't know if that's actually going in this book cuz i feel like it's actually meant for the second one but part of me wants to share it because i already talked to you guys about it so it might not be in the book but if it's not in this one it's in the second one um so yeah i might share it anyways um anywho that is all the questions that I'm going to get to, my voice is starting to hurt. I'm going to go buy some healthy, clean, organic popsicles because I'm really over this feeling. Like I'm not vibing with this. Um, and I'm also probably going to go take a nap because it's Sunday. So why the fuck not? Um, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It was very different than what we're used to. Um, also if you haven't listened to the episode that I did, I did with the fear guy, Ben Harris last week, go and listen to it. I'm telling you, we're always feeling fear with something, right? We're always nervous, scared to do something. It helps me so much, that episode. I've listened to it probably three times since we've recorded it um, because I've been feeling a lot of fear about releasing this book. Um, And it has helped me. He always brings me back to center, Ben, with his wisdom about fear. So go and listen to it, last week's episode. And I will see you next week. And until then, go be your divine self. You got this, I love you.